AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Let's just keep it real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rougher. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. So, as you guys may know, I have uh, some folks really upset with me. Oh, man, I've been called everything but a child of God. And I thought I would give you guys some background on exactly what it is that you're that you're witnessing. One thing is, it is hilarious to me that. I guess. 
Mr. Ramaswamy's supporters are not actually realizing how their comments, some folks say that, you know, there's been a text, allegedly, let me say allegedly, uh, that a text has been sent out to a lot of his supporters to flood the comment section. Some folks also say that you guys do know that you can pay to get positive comments made. There's a million services out there that can and but, you know, allegedly, because I actually know conservatives, believe it or not. And allegedly uh, there's been a organizing effort to flood the comments. Now, the reason why I want to let you guys know why this is probably very likely um, that this has happened, it's, it's, it's probably exactly the truth is because. For those of you that don't know, we watch the numbers on our page. We know who the listeners are. We know how they respond. We know how they engage. For those that don't know, if you put up a video on YouTube and um, you get anywhere from maybe one to three percent, it's not even YouTube, it's just social media, period. If you get one to three percent of engagement, you're doing really well. So if I have a video with a hundred thousand, so let's look at, let's look at the, and I'm just giving you guys so just, just some games so you can tell what's authentic and what's not when there's an organizing campaign, which I think is great. I hope they can organize maybe to get their guy up in the polls because right now he's not even close. Um, but I just want to give you guys some game. So the video, the interview is 152,000 views. It's not really a lot of views when we look at you know, other videos that do well. And I also want to make sure we understand this. The Breakfast Club is a four-hour radio show. It's on the radio for those that don't know. I'm really putting this out here for the conservatives who don't watch the show or listen to the show and, you know, really think they're doing a big thing under the comments and saying, oh, yeah, she should be let go as a listener. I don't like this. You're, you're not our listeners, guys. And, and this is how we know. I'm just giving you the game because, Mr. Ramaswamy, if allegedly, if it is your campaign that have asked people to do this, they're doing way too much and we can tell. But I want to use it to my advantage to help you organize. And I really am proud to have the most engaged um, not only comment section for the week, it looks like we're going to be uh, all political interviews. <laughs> so let, let me show you. And that's a that's actually a plus to me, guys, in case you guys haven't figured it out yet. If you're so smart in case you haven't figured it out. So just to give you guys some social media game on how this work and how campaigns work is, you know, the the, the key is to make sure that the message uh, is reiterated in the comment section over and over and over and over. And one thing I'll tell you about conservatives, they do this really well. And the reason why they have to do this uh, the way that they do, first of all, conservatives stay on message. They'll beat that message in your head over and over and over and over and over and over and over until the point that you to really make you believe, well, maybe there's some truth to it. For example, over and over and over, they stole the election, they stole the election, they stole the election to the point that folks believed it enough to go storm the Capitol. Uh, it's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. Conservatives do a amazing job, which I think Democrats and liberals could stand to do better, of messaging over and over and over. They pile on over and over and over, kind of like how they piled on everybody when they stormed the Capitol. So, and they do that because the majority of people in America are either moderate or liberal. 
So it's not a lot of conservatives as you would think, but they make the message appear louder. They make it appear as if there's more of them than it is moderates or liberals or far left or whatever you want to call them because they have to be louder and they have to be stronger because it is literally from a number standpoint, it's not enough conservatives. So the key is go in where you can uh, appear louder and social media is a great tool to do that. So the goal is I have to make my message as loud as possible and do the most on social media because that's the only way to get the message out. And conservatives, again, do it well. This is how you know that these are not our listeners. This is how you know that allegedly I heard a text was sent out in the conservative database, conservative, you know, groups to say, pal into the comments. This is how they're telling on themselves. We have 152,000 views on my interview. This morning, actually it was 15, last night, it was 15, um, 15,594. Just a minute ago, it was 16,594 to the T. Now it's 16,600. So just since I've been talking to you, it's been extra 50 instantly. When you look at the times that people are posting, like back to back to back, like, look, I'm I'm looking at, I'm, I'm reading to you guys. You can't see it because I'm not on a video. But literally, 11 seconds ago, races do exist. This show's approved. It. 19 seconds ago, this girl needs an education. 25 seconds ago, the Breakfast Club needs to stay away from politics. 30 seconds ago, uh, America's not false. Federal Reserve is literally a country. 43 seconds ago. Not all black people are dumb. She's dumb. 50 seconds, seconds, 57 seconds ago. Dumb. See, dumb. A picture should be by her. Guys, you're telling on yourself. You're literally telling on yourself. Because at best, this interview, based upon this being a four-hour entertainment show with 8 million listeners, 20 million on the podcast, on a good day, 3%, we should maybe be getting three or 4,000 comments engage, you guys are doing the most. You're at um, damn near 17,000 comments, which tells me that the text message that went out is probably true because of the consistency of the comments, because the amount of the comments. And I'm going to say you paid for po folks to do it. Some people say that you did, but I'm just showing you this guy is running a PR campaign. This is a part. For those of you that don't know, I run Tesla Figaro Communications Group. So I actually do know how PR campaigns work. I worked on 527s. That's a pack that does this type of stuff to get people elected um, to uh, basically create campaigns that are designed to go against the opponent. I literally have done this. So I know exactly what it looks like. And you guys are overdoing it. You're telling on yourself. So whatever you think you're showing me, you're not. But I actually now I'm excited about it because I'm excited to see you organize in this way. I want to beat Joe Biden's comment section, which was only 24,000, by the way. Now, let me show you why. Let me show you a more blatant example on why we know this is false, why the comments are not from listeners, why we know it really is a campaign to say, hey, go flood the comment sections. And let me tell you this. There'll be no firing Tesla Figaro. I just want y'all to know. Stop with the 
she shouldn't have a job. I'm not Don Lemon. Number one, I'm not an employee. I have a contract with iHeartRadio. I have for the last three years on my podcast. And can I give you some breaking news? I've said much worse on my podcast, guys. Much, 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 much worse. I actually took it kind of light. So iHeart is aware of who they had sitting in the seat. So you guys can stop that. And also, can I also say, y'all didn't get Don Lemon fired. He was already on his way out the door. I know y'all want to take credit for that. I know uh, Vivek, he put that on his uh, website that he embarrassed Don Lemon. I know the timing of that appeared that you that you fired Don Lemon, but you didn't. You didn't, but it's okay. Neither here nor there. Let me show you why this is such, uh, this is fake. 85 South came to the show on the same day, the exact same day. Now remember, The Breakfast Club is a entertainment show for four hours. So the majority of our listeners listen for entertainment. I do the news every morning, maybe 10 minutes at best. Breakfast 85 South came to the show on Friday. This was the first time that DC Young Fly did an interview since um, the loss of his child's mother. That's why the views were so high. The views were at 820,000 views. That's about, what, seven times more than our views? Guess how many comments? 2,077. 2,377. 85, those that don't know, they have a number one trending movie right now on Netflix. Number one in the country. They've been bouncing from one to three in the last few days. And they only got 2,377, which is about right. Because remember I said, one, anything over 3%, you're doing really great. Let's look at the, um, would you guys say that the Joe Biden, that the Joe Biden interview was pretty popular? Would you agree? Put, put a 100 up if you agree that the Joe Biden um, they say you ain't black. Vote for me. You're not black or whatever he said. Did, would you say that was a pretty popular interview? Put a 100 up if you believe that. It, it trended everywhere. It trended everywhere. It was on um, mainstream media. Fox picked it up. Um, I'm sure CNN covered it. It was on every conservative outlet. Oh, man, they ran with that message. Just put a 100 up if you believe that the Joe Biden vote for me if you ain't black video was a popular video. Well, it was actually, folks. On Breakfast Club, the video received 1.3 million views. And it's been sitting there marinating for three years. I want to show y'all how this works. And I know y'all say, well, it was so old ago, long ago. No, no, no. Somebody actually commented three days ago, four days ago, eight days ago, 10 days ago. It's still alive. Like people still watch this video. So even after a video that's been sitting there for three years, it only received 24,737 comments. A video that was probably the most circulated video in political interviews in, in recent, you know, in, in recent, if we say recent, you know, recent history, five, 10 years, maybe, only got 24,000, let's just round it up, 25,000 comments. And it's been sitting there for three days and still is very active 
on social media because people are still commenting. So if they only got 25,000, let's just round it up. And you mean to tell me a video that's only been watched 137 times, 37,000 times, got 16,000. So we're only 7,000 away from a video that was probably the most watched in the last five years. Come on, guys. This is a campaign. It's a PR campaign. Just call it what it is. And so they're upset because I... And Sonny, I appreciate you joining. I know you... I know he's been running from a debate with you, so I wanted you to join. And I want I want to... You know, I saw the comment about inspiring him to do something for civics, and that's not the point. The point is this. You guys can come up with all types of... Oh, yeah, she's talking about the sixth grade and... That was just saying, hey, man, if you did anything other than yourself, let's go all the way back to the first grade. Everything that he's done has been for himself, period. Nothing's going to change the fact that your guy just started voting a few years ago. I noticed nobody has anything to say about that. They keep going to me. She's angry. She's black. She's aggressive. She doesn't go that hard on Democrats, which actually I do. Actually, I did with Fox News for a long time, and you guys ate it up. You loved it. Oh, the conservative loved it. Oh, man, she's a veteran. That's right. We need more of her on our side. Oh, yeah. My, matter of fact, Michael Cohen, who threw you guys under the bus, he literally offered me uh, fame and wealth to come over to the Republican side, in case you didn't know that. That good on Democrats. That hard on Democrats. Oh, man, you need to come over to our side. We'll give you fame and fortune. For those of you that don't know that, when I would go against Democrats and liberals and actually tell them to be quiet when I'm talking, far more rude than what y'all say I did here, oh man, they ate it up. That's the type type we need, tough and smart and da 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 They ate it up. So guys, I know how conservatives move. I know how Democrats move too. You only like it when I'm on your team, hundred. we're in a team sport. I get it. I've been doing this a long, long, long time. You wanted me to sit up there and talk about race. You wanted me to bring up something about race. You could say, oh, look, she's a racist. She's always talking about race. You wanted me to go back and forth about the Civil War. You wanted me to go back and forth about his policies. Man, I am ama amazing. Lucas broke it down perfectly. You wanted me to get into the capitalism conversation. You wanted me just go back and look at the interview. And he said, well, Charlamagne, you know, I believe capitalism is the way. And Charlamagne said, well, say capitalism is bad. Well, tell me more, Charlamagne. He wanted to, this is a Harvard and a law a Yale Law School grad. He wanted the debate about the things that he's comfortable debating about. I brought up the one thing that was not debatable, which is you have not participated in democracy until the last few years. And you are requiring, the only reason why I brought a military, uh, guys, is because he is requiring that in order to participate in democracy. The man said, if you cannot pass a civics test at 18, which even though you take civics all throughout high school, then you need to go serve in the military for six months or a first responder. That's the only reason why I brought it up, because it was relevant to the argument. He has not done either of those things, and you guys are missing the point. You're allowing them to pull you into the minutia of every other topic. Was I angry? Was I aggressive? Was that, Did I do something in the sixth grade? Oh, he did something. He sold a pharmaceutical. He created FDA. He this, he that, he did it, da, da, da. Oh, he did far more than what you did in the sixth grade. I'm not falling for it, guys. I know how you do. I'm really good at this. Believe it or not, you can't make me think that I'm not. You know how I know that I am? 
because you guys are literally organizing a campaign in the comment section. I made you organize. Round of applause. Round of applause for you exercising your comment service duty and getting busy in the comment section. And now I can say with my chest that that one question, that one interview, we're on track to beat Joe Biden's comment section. And conservatives, I think you can do more. I think you can do more. I will be disappointed if we don't beat the 25,000. So send out another text. Don't waste the comments on Twitter. Don't waste them on TikTok. Go to the YouTube comment section. I'm literally asking you to do it. Follow the lead of a black woman and go to the comment section and get busy. Because in case you guys don't realize it, that's actually how this works. In case you guys don't realize it, that's how it works. For every comment, the algorithm pops up. Pops it up. It makes it bigger. It makes the interview bigger. Can I give you guys another secret? Do you know I'm sitting next to Charlemagne the God, probably the most about in radio in history? Do y'all realize that? Like, seriously, do y'all realize that? Maybe, well, you probably don't because you don't watch the show. Charlemagne's the most talked about in probably radio, at least in my generation, in, in, in radio history. This man is talked about every day, all day, across every platform. Literally. Oh, hey, Joey, I saw you were talking about me as well. I hope you go back and rewind this, Joey. So, yeah, so talking about me and, oh, man, I'm sitting next to the guy that is most, he literally was literally was called an asshole. Literally, he would call himself that. So this is child's play. I want you guys to do better, Joey. Like I told you yesterday, Joey, don't waste time talking about me in the comment section on YouTube. I mean, on Twitter, go to the comment section on YouTube and make your voice heard. Don't let Sleepy Joe, as y'all call him, don't let Sleepy Joe beat you. Did Joey leave? Did he get upset and leave? Uh-oh, did Joey leave when I called him by name? He left. He was so talkative on the comment section and, and on Twitter. What happened, Joey? I want you to do a service, or do a good PR service, and let's bump these comments up. Don't let Joe Biden beat you. And guess what? No matter how many times you comment, which I want 25,000, I'll be disappointed if you don't get 25,000. It's still not going to change that your guy just started voting a, a few years ago and he's requiring people to meet a certain benchmark that he wasn't able to beat in order to participate in democracy. It's a PR campaign. You're doing a great job, by the way, but I want you to do better. I want you to do better. I want you to beat Sleepy Joe, as y'all call him. Beat Sleepy Joe's comments, guys. Come on, let's get 25,000. You only need about 5,000 more. Get busy. Let's bring in Sonny Johnson, who, from my understanding, you guys have been avoiding talking to her. So what I do is I like to use my platform, since I'm getting you all upset. This is what I've done for years, by the way. I like to use my platform to shine a light on others, something that your guy doesn't do ever. So let me pass the mic on over to Sonny so she can say whatever it is she wants to say. And I'll keep doing this every day, all day. We're all going to ride this. Let's make sure that we capitalize off this moment, guys. You are big mad. I want to help you get a little bit madder. And then I want to turn it over to other conservatives that have some things that they want to get off their chest so that we can use this time wisely. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. 
Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good morning, Sonny. Uh, you you in beast mode right now. And I want what I like to say up front is for the people who who do not understand why these conversations keep getting repeated. It's because this, we are given very few opportunities where we are allowed to teach without having to um, with prime examples that are current, right? And in this example, we are given the ability to be able to say, look, these are this is how these people operate. And, and I say this to black conservatives, especially ones that are young and coming in to really make them understand this, right? So when you say this shit that give them uh, white Republicans a tingle up their leg, and then all of a sudden you're 
Twitter followers start to skyrocket and then you get, you know what I'm saying? You start feeling a little uppity about yourself. All of that is pre-planned and predetermined. They do that on a regular basis just to make sure that they can have more black faces saying the stupid shit that they want to hear. And then they can use you as an example as to why it's okay for them to follow along with the dumb shit you say. So that's why if you notice most, the majority of all of those accounts that grow from like zero to 25, 30,000, they all grow extremely fast because they, they get in there with them, put your hands up if you want to say anti-black shit and we'll, we'll help you out. Like those type of people, that's the way that these black faces, especially on the right, have been able to grow their accounts and magnify their own voices. Even when they offer nothing to the conversation at all, point blank. So when we have the ability in real time to get you to see the things that are happening instead of complaining about us taking the opportunity to make sure you see these things. A lot of you need to be making sure you take this opportunity to put this, uh, these tactical plays in your mind and making sure you're able to spot them every single time they happen. Cause one way that will really free up our time from having to continuously go over the exact same lessons over and over again would be for you to catch them the first time. And we are dealing with a conservative base, uh, that does not, that, that has short term memory, right? So, they can have some fucked up happen and they'll forget about it one uh, one news story later. So when we are trying and trying and trying to teach something about this process, we should not be getting so much blowback just for exposing what is there. We didn't make the fucking rules, right? We didn't create this. We didn't design this shit. We only know that we got to operate within it. So when we showing you the rules and how the game is played, it'd be nice to have a lot less bitching and a lot more learning. <laughs> I heard that. Now, um, just for those, because I am going up to upload this on the podcast and I want to make sure that people hear it, just so folks know, for those who are saying, oh, yeah, she definitely talking about me. She wouldn't do that to a Democrat. Actually, I am. I, I go really hard. And I've been knowing um, Sonny since probably about 2009. And so um, this has always been my style of interviewing. It's always been my style to call things out. I've always taken heat from Democrats and conservatives when I hurt their feelings as well. And so Sonny has always been a conservative. I know plenty of conservatives, guys. So it has nothing to do with, oh, uh, you don't like conservatives. I, I sat on a uh, talk, uh, talk radio program in Orlando for years uh, with, he doesn't like to call himself conservative, but he leans to the right as well. So there's never been a problem with conservatives. What the problem is, though, I called out this grifting campaign. And if you are a true conservative, like Sonny Johnson talks about all the time, you should be supporting people that are actually true conservatives. So I want to ask you, Sonny, what is it? You also challenged uh, Mr. Ramaswamy to a debate as well. Can you explain that and why conservatives don't want to have conversations with you? Oh, I didn't, I didn't challenge him. He okay. went out and he was talking shit about black people. So as soon as he started fixing his lips to start talking about us, I thought that I needed to be talking about him as well. You know, what's good for the goose. So when I started calling him out and checking him on his bullshit, he came and said, oh, I'm open to debate. I'm open to conversations. I'll have this conversation with you, Sonny. Okay, cool. I'm down. Let's go. 
So um, somebody got in his ear from his campaign or in his network that told him that that was a bad fucking idea. And that and that interview didn't come to pass. So I will say for one thing, he got a couple smart people around him because they made sure to protect his ass from what I was going to do to him. Uh, but secondly, it shows you again that everything he runs on when it comes time to put the pedal to the floor of the shit that he's saying, then you see him act a different way. So he's all open for debate. He's all open for these conversations. But he wants to have these conversations with people as far on the left as he possibly can. Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to have those conversations because they won't uh, they won't have nuance. Like you said, mm -hmm. you can shape, you can direct, you can make it about race, you can make it about class, you can, you know what I'm saying? You can decide how to shape that argument. But when you are dealing with another conservative mm -hmm. that is going to question and nuance your conservatism, Mm -hmm. that, that's when they get smart and say, no, you don't want that. No, they don't, they don't okay. want that conversation. And that's what, that's what the majority of all of them, where all of them stand. Because if you take a real conservative and, and put them up against these people, these people will be exposed for the frauds that they are. And mm -hmm. this is why they run from conversations with people like me. And I would say people like uh, the, in this room right now, like Denise as well, the, those people that know historical context, that know policy, that have a connection with the black community, that understand our culture, that understand our faith, that, 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 that is not trying to run away from black people, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the people they don't want to fuck with. Because once That's you right. see us, once we get to going, then everything they are, all their falsities, all their hypocrisy, all of that shit will be shown for what it is. And that is why they run from us. Absolutely. And let me say this. Um, I am very well aware. Let's just go ahead and put it on the table. When he came to the Breakfast Club, his expectation was not to see me in on the monitor. Just so you guys know, Joey. Why does Joey? Well, Joey, why do you keep leaving? You keep popping in and coming out and leaving. Uh, surely you're not being a snowflake. You had so much to say uh, on Twitter. Make stay in, buddy. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps and 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 listen to the conversation. Um, they weren't expecting to see me as well because his the show is actually DJ Envy and Charlemagne. So let's just be real. His plan was, I'm just going to go down to this little hip-hop, little black Negro show, and I'll just, you know, pop in and say, well, you know, smile, and I'm oh, in Amazing Lewis broke it down play by play. I'll just come in and talk over their heads and, you know, talk a little bit about how I want to change the country and how we need to all unite, da 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 It was supposed to be in, talk down, talk to, and leave. Until I popped in and threw a whole, threw the game all the way off. Because he had no idea that I would be there because they don't market me as a part of that show and certainly not a part of that the interview process. I'm really there to do the front page news. So I threw it off. And when he came in and said, oh, okay, hello, it was all over his face. It also was all over his face how shook he was at the end of the interview. So y'all guys, you didn't see that part. How upset he was at the end of the interview. So he wasn't expecting me to be there. He was coming in, like Sonny said, to what he presumed was probably liberal or left, even though you guys got to make your mind up. One minute y'all say Charlemagne is a conservative. The next minute y'all say he's a Democrat. I'm so confused. I need all y'all to get together and figure it out. But the point is, he wasn't expecting to get the conversation that he had. And he damn sure, let me just give you the game. 
Go look at his interviews on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. They always ask, hey, people say you don't have experience. Tell us why people should vote for you. His answer is the same. Well, you know, we need somebody from the outside. We need an outsider. We need somebody that's not a part of the process. We need somebody that's not a part of the bubble. In fact, he said that to Charlemagne in the very beginning. If you go back and watch the interview, for those who say I overtalked, I didn't say anything for about the least 10, 10, 15 minutes of the interview. I came in towards the last. It was just the most powerful of the pissed you guys off the most. So actually, he talked for a good minute before I said anything at all. It wasn't until Envy said, hey, Tez. I'm sure, I'm sure she has some questions. Come on in when I said something. And I literally just asked one question and kept trying to give it back, saying, I'm going to give it back to Charlemagne. I'm going to give it back to Charlemagne. He kept coming back to me, wanting the last word to, like Lucas eloquently said, to reframe it, to reframe the argument, to change the narrative, and to go on. The problem is I wouldn't let him do it. That's the real problem. You guys are upset because I wouldn't let them do it. When we were talking about sixth graders being facetious, saying, hey, have you done anything at all? I'm begging anything. Crisscross applesauce, fire drill leader, lunch cafeteria leader, something. I was being just saying that you haven't done anything for anybody other than self. And I'm not impressed by people that do things for self. I had a business as well for-profit business. I had 300 employees as well. I know the difference between me volunteering my time outside of that business or me even putting that business up for criticism when I stood up for the, the NBA lockout in 2011. I know the difference. And he failed he, 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 test because it is the test that he is requiring. Interesting, Sunday, they keep forgetting that part. This man is saying that in order to participate in democracy, you need to pass a civics test or participate in the military, be a first responder. As was he able to pass the test that he is requiring? It's so interesting that they keep skipping. You guys can call me all the dumb and the aggressive and the and the all that you want. The bottom line is your guy didn't start participating until a few years ago. That's just the bottom line. And I noticed they conveniently go over that because you're pissed that I exposed him to be the grifter he is. It's just that plain and simple. So I know you, you keep cutting in. You keep cutting in and out. Okay. I hope it didn't miss. I don't want to repeat all. But no, it's like we can you, we can make it out if you got common sense and you can put shit together. But it is cutting in and out. Okay. Well, let me. Is it better now? Yeah. Okay. The bottom line is I won't even repeat all of that. The bottom line is they were coming to a hip hop show. Thinking that they were thinking that he was going to be the smartest in the room, and it's fine if he wants to be the smartest in the room. He was not expecting me to be there, expecting me to ask about his um, voting record, because even in mainstream media they haven't asked that question. They've they said, "What? Hey, somebody like you that doesn't have experience, what do you you know? What do you say to that? Well, you know, we need somebody from the outside. We need somebody." Okay, from the can outside. I let me? Can I speak on that real quick yes. about his answer? And the the fact that you need an outsider, this is to me one of the things that that pisses me off, right? Because we learned a lesson on the right watching Trump when you have a problem, when you have a person that is an outsider that doesn't have any connections to the actual Republican Party. So when you hear him talk, he never, ever, ever can tell you 
what his interactions with the Republican Party will be. As president, you actually have to work with the with the political party. And mm-hmm. his criticism is that the political party will not let him in. So we are somehow supposed to believe giving him the presidency with a political party that does not accept his ass, that will not let him become a part of the process, that treats him as an outsider, He's going to somehow magically make the political wills turn the way that they are supposed to turn. So even in his assessment uh, of that, where in the hell is his analysis of what is currently happening inside the Republican Party and how he plans to deal in with the dysfunction, separation and detachment that the Republican Party is now facing? So with this um, with this acknowledgement that you don't have any experience in how the fucking machine works. It doesn't give much credence to those who are looking at the machine, seeing all of its follies, seeing how it is broken, and realizing you don't have a fucking plan in place to fix any of it, right? And this kind of goes back to that meritocracy because that's what the fuck they keep talking about, that it, it is a meritocracy. That's how we operate in a meritocracy. Right now, the RNC doesn't have one single black fucking employee in the whole goddamn building. So you trying to tell me that all of these black faces you running around talking about how equal they are because that's what y'all believe. Not one of them is actually qualified to be in your ranks. Not one of them is actually qualified to be in the political party that you say is so meritocracy slated. That same meritocracy that won't let your ass in. But for some reason, You never have to answer the question about how the Republican Party treats you specifically when it comes to um, you being a candidate. So he like I said, he doesn't even have a single attachment towards the Republican machine. No respect, no honor, no connections, no relationships, no trust, no anything. And if we have not learned our fucking lesson being people on the right wing about having that de- total detachment, then like that we're going to repeat some very, very hard lessons over and over again, because mm-hmm. that is not a recipe that actually works if you are trying to activate a political party. Mm-hmm. And this is a great thing. Uh, you say, uh, you said Denise's friend, cause I, she's requested to speak. Oh, and she I'll is, her up. She's and completely I'm, and I'm awesome. And guess what? She's awesome. Is, let's ride this wave. If they want to sit up and talk about me every day, we this every day. I'll bring in nothing but conservatives. I'll repost it on my podcast. I'll put it on my Instagram. I'll make let's let's let them hear from you. Since they don't want to talk to you, let's go ahead and let's play the game that they're playing. You want to have the conversations? Cool. I'll pass the mic to the conservatives. And I just want to finish on that point and I'm gonna bring Denise up. I even brought that up in the interview. I said, Have you ever did anything within the Republican leadership in the, the Republican Party at all? And he totally ignored that as, as well. Notice they're not bringing that up because it's so much easier to just bring up how aggressive I was and how rude I was. I didn't know conservatives were so. I thought they weren't snowflakes, Sonny. I thought. Oh no, they snowflakes. Oh, okay, they need, they they need they, coloring books and safe spaces. 
Oh, okay. See, I was so confused because the message has always been you guys like tough talk. Uh, all Fox News does is talk over people and interrupt people and get their point. Out. I didn't know. And I thought I was being kind of nice because, you know, girl, I can get really ugly. I thought I was being kind of nice. I was hey, kinda, you was nicer than him than you being. <laughs> you, you was nicer than him than you being to me when I come on your podcast. <laughs> like, like I, I, I got to deal with tougher questions when I come on your podcast right. than you gave him. That's right. So I thought I was doing quite well. And I want to say this point, guys, um, for those who, again, because a lot of the people under the comments, you're not Breakfast Club listeners, so you have no clue uh, of how it actually works. It's an actual radio show. So we only get like 30 minutes because a lot of that was cut out on the actual radio. It's not a YouTube show. It's an actual radio show. And so and the time that we have to go with interview because it's about 30 minutes. It ended up being 42 minutes on YouTube. A lot of that we had to cut, cut, cut out. So even so, so folks are saying, "Oh, I wish you would have said this, and I wish you would have said that, and I wish you would have asked more about this." And and like Sonny's talking about getting to the nuances, we don't have time for that. When I do podcasts, like I, I've had Sonny on my show several times, and we talk about conservative issues line by line, nuance by nuance. We can sit there for an hour straight, you know, uninterrupted, two hours straight. I've sat here talking on Twitter Space for sometimes four hours at a time, 12 hours at a time. I think my record on the Twitter space was literally 12 hours. So I have no problem like going through all of the nuances, all of the minutiae, all of the bullshit. Like we can go through it line by line by line by line. I was on a radio show that does not have, because you sit on YouTube doesn't mean it's a YouTube show. We just didn't have the time. So I appreciate everybody saying, oh man, I wish you said this, I wish you said that. There was just no time. I really only have maybe two questions I can get in at best because there's two other people interviewing as well. That's why I was quiet halfway through. It's just my, my particular question, I'm just finish this one statement. My one particular question stung so bad because I didn't get into, like Sonny just brought up a good point about how he has no connections in the Republican Party. I wouldn't have had time to do that. My point was, bottom line is, you just started voting a few years ago. You're asking people to serve in the military. You have not, not done either, nor have you done anything besides anything that uh, profit and benefit yourself. I tried to let it go. He kept coming back, trying to explain and reframe it, and I wasn't going for the bullshit. I could have said, well, you know what? You got that. You're right, and let him go on. But that's just not my style. So that is what you're seeing, guys. That's why they're pissed off. They didn't like it because he wasn't able to sit there and run his PR campaign of the bullshit. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career 
And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I want to say quick why they let me tell you why conservatives hate not not even necessarily what you did to Vivek Breakfast Club as a whole. Right. Because like you pointed out, some of the most relevant sound clips as far as the Biden administration and black America have come from Breakfast Club, have come from Charlemagne. Right. So every single time Charlemagne catches one of these Democrats, whether it's Hillary Clinton having a hot sauce moment, which they still talking about, like every single time he catches them in one of these moments, it becomes a right wing kind of um clip, a viral clip right, on the right wing. Right. Look what Charlemagne, you know what I'm saying? And that's the only time that they give Charlemagne any flowers whatsoever because they hate black culture. So the last thing that they would want is somebody like Charlemagne, who is from the culture to be able to have more move and sway on the political conversation than they, than they do. So for all of these people of color, and I'm talking about especially these black faces, whenever they talk about the color, I mean, about the culture, you can see their venom start to, um, to seep out oh, because yeah. they cannot, yeah. they cannot understand why we as black people would hold more value in a Charlemagne than we would hold in their black faces, right? Oh, yeah. To them, we shouldn't choose Char- Charlemagne. We should be choosing them. And the fact yeah, we consistently, the fact that we consistently choose Charlemagne, we consistently choose DJ Envy, like we consistently choose them over these black faces, that pisses them 
off. And what they and, would and let want me to, say, what so they want to do more than what they want to do more than anything is they want to make sure with their behavior that they separate breakfast club from any of our people on the right. Right. So if they are vitriolic, if they are nasty, if they are disrespectful, if they are downright bigoted, hateful monsters, then that will make breakfast clubs stay away from us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they are trying to do. They want to make sure that their behavior causes the kind of rift that no matter how much we do, no matter how much we um, build bridges, build fences, build conversations, that their ugliness, that their divisiveness, that their nastiness will always make sure we never have real conversations. Yeah. And that is their main goal. Absolutely. And and too bad, so sad, uh, guys, because, again, I've known Sonny for over a decade. So I know real conservatives. Shout out to Dane in the building. I see you who also works with Judge Joe Brown. I think he's uh, the, well, one of, have no doubt about his conservative views. I've been on his show several times and we've had great conversations. So it's so unfortunate because actually, guys, I actually really do know conservatives, black conservatives for real. And I, and I know. And so you're not going to close the door because I'm here to open it. So just just so you guys know, we see the play. We know the play. And I want to speak. I want to say this to the Democrats and the liberals. You know, it's so just like Sonny mentioned, when Charlemagne says something against Democrats, oh, man, they love they. It's usually them that make the videos, too. You know, hey, look at him. He's over there uh, chucking a job for the conservatives. Look at him. He's just a Republican. He's just a Trumper. He's just he's just that. I can't stand the breakfast club. They always giving a Republican to that. Now, they just saw me eviscerate Vivek. I noticed they're not retweeting it. They're not talking about it. You know why, Sonny? Because they have to be able to say, they have to keep their narrative alive to say, they never do this to conservatives. They never do this to Republicans. Do this. So they're sitting back watching all of this, knowing that they could say, you know what? I think one girl did it yesterday. She said, you know what? I don't really rock with the Breakfast Club, but they got this one right. See, they can't play into that, too, because this is a team sport. It's not a lot of real ones like us that say, hey, I deal with the real. No matter if you're a conservative, a Democrat, a liberal, whatever, I deal with the real. See, it hurts their narrative, too, because they have to be able to next time when I get into a Democrat like I did Marianne Williamson or Justin Pearson, they have to be able to say, oh, yeah, she only does this to uh, Democrats like they're saying now. Oh, she only does this to Indian Americans. They have to find. See, this is all about guys. We're giving you the game. This is all about whenever you go against their team, it's all about pile on. Just conservatives, I would say, are just better at it than Democrats. They really pile on because meanwhile, Democrats kind of go on to the next thing, go on to the liberal or they play the, you know, I'm above it role. Like Joy said, you know, I'm above it. He can't come on my show. I'm above it. I'm not going to engage. So they do that, which they and she has the right to do that. She says he doesn't even deserve to have a conversation. I'm always down to have the conversation. I'm down with getting beat up or whichever y'all think, because really you're just typing. And for those who keep asking what I did in the military, I was an M60 gunner. I was a security police officer. So that that type of talk, that that typing your ass off, it doesn't put fear in me at all. I've taken death threats. I've done it all. So at the end of the day, guys, you're, you're showing your slip. Let's give it over uh, to Denise because I know she has some things to say. And anybody else, Sonny, that you think needs to come up and talk because I want to put this on a podcast and I'm really going to push to make sure that we get your voice. Well, I've been doing it for over a decade with you. But if we need to keep having this conversation, if they want to keep using me as the person that, you know, to have, you know, to say, oh, let's beat her up. Let's make them listen to some black conservatives 
and 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 make sure your voice is bumped up as well. So if anybody else, Sonny, I don't know because I, I know a lot of people just get on the troll. So if there's anybody else, let me add you as co-host. If there's anybody else you want to just give the mic to, feel free and I'll do talking. Denise, you're up next. And I know you have another uh, space you have to do as well. Hey, thank you, Teslin. And thank you, Sonny. Uh, Teslin, uh, beautiful job. Thank you for not falling for the charm offensive that Vivek has been on. Um, so there's another part of this, and, and and I hope I don't get kicked out of the space for saying this, but we have to realize that part of Vivek's PR, in addition to him selling the book, as you'd commented, is he is trying to normalize Asian advocacy to ch- as they are championing change the face of America to the point where they're they're piling on and ganging on with the folks who want to erase the Negro legacy in this country and frame it as some kind of victimhood, perpetual victim blaming and the like. So with this whole merit fairness and um uh, equality thing, the MFE idea, he and all these other conservatives, including uh, Rufo and the like, are trying to normalize his message and, and send the message that brown folks can come to America and excel. And those who are here who aren't excelling, it's all because you haven't put in the work uh, to, to make it so. Systems uh, be damned and the historical impact be damned. And Teslin, you and I actually recorded an interview about uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson's um, appointment, probably a, whenever that happened, uh, for Revolt TV quite some time ago. So that was my oh, first yeah. time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. And it was good to see you work. And you're very powerful at what you do. So uh, yeah. And, you know, I had a space about masculine women. So what now, what now? Put it in air quotes because I don't buy the idea. I, I black women haven't been able to rest on our laurels and be all super like, come take care of me and save me. We've had shit to do. And when stuff, sorry, I don't mean cussing your space. We had no, things girl, to do. I'm normally much worse. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You know, we had stuff to do and when stuff needed to get done, we didn't look around to see who was going to do it. We just did it. That's kind of part of our legacy. That's kind of how we move. Um, so the whole idea about the masculine and being rude and all of that, he deserves a little bit of rudeness. I'm sorry, but the idea that you would applaud yourself for uh, getting a black man fired while he was talking to you about your history, I think was really disgusting to me, even though I hear what you're talking about with the background with Don already being on his way. But just to even put that out there as, as an accolade. Uh, on mm-hmm. your resume was really problematic. So here's my question to you, though. So as a political strategist and someone who is obviously very experienced with message discipline when it comes to politics, you talked about the game, which is how they send out the text, they sent out the email, they follow certain uh Twitter pages, Facebook, the whole thing. And they rally to support the message that's going to advance the public narrative that will set the emotional tone and therefore the political will for the actions they want to see. I wonder what you say to Black folks about how we need to move when it comes to that. Because I do hear people being selectively outraged about who they support if the messenger ain't 100% 
what you want to see about 100% of the topics, then you don't support it. So what are your thoughts about what I'm going to call political maturity and message discipline and political strategy from the Black American Negro Freedman, right, perspective mm-hmm. to, to cultivate the emotional, intellectual and political will to get our agenda normalized in the public narrative. I know that's a lot of words, and I I I I I, I hope what I'm saying is makes sense because I feel no, like I'm rambling. <laughs> it makes no, no, no. You're not. And again, this is why I love Twitter Spaces because we can flush this all out, and we don't have to be cut off by commercial. And I know exactly what you're saying. And uh, for those that don't know, um, just giving you because apparently nobody looked at my background. So I was the racial justice director for Bernie Sanders. And he also ran, obviously, a populist campaign in 2015. Just giving you conservatives to keep trying to run, you know, I guess think whatever you know about me, give you some background. Um, And I, this was in 2015 when nobody knew who Bernie Sanders was. I was the only black person on the ground in Michigan from the national level um, and was credited for having a huge impact on why we were able to win that state and beat Hillary Clinton a historic win because I was the one that, uh, and I, I got to give this, just bear with me because I want people to know who they're actually talking to, um, that I'm not just an interviewer, I actually work on the ground. Um, I was the I was the one, the only one that connected Bernie Sanders to the black people. That's why Sonny's talking about how it's important to work with black people to actually know black people. So Bernie Sanders uh, didn't know five black people probably in life. And so I was the only one literally that connected him to Daniel Green and people in the Flint community. So while Hillary Clinton was coming in and just, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies and and leaving, I was building relationships on the ground. And I'm saying this because it's going to tie into your answer, Denise. And so when Bernie Sanders came in and hugged uh, Daniel Green, this is how I know how PR works, hugged Daniel Green. They took that picture. They took that photo. He talked about it in every camp, every speech after that. They made uh, campaign videos after that because it was the first time that you saw Bernie Sanders be uh, saw empathy on his face. As you guys know, he is one that doesn't show emotion. So that one photo of him hugging Danielle, they took that and they ran with that. And it made a huge influence of why we were able to be with, with a state that Detroit had all of uh you know, Hillary Clinton had Detroit sold up. I went to Flint and then all of the white folks on the campaign went on the outskirts to the labor organizers. And so that's how we were able to beat in 2%. I did that, by the way, while my mother was uh, also uh, every other weekend, I was going home because she also had cancer and I was going home to my five or six-year-old child at the time. So this is why I challenge politicians and talk about what they have time to do and what they don't have the time to do. You don't want me going down seats. But anyway, neither here nor there. We won that state. And now, Daniel Green, fast forward, after everybody left, uh, the the Bernie Sanders, the Hillary Clinton, the whatever, they didn't know. They didn't keep their relationship with Daniel Green. They didn't know that eventually she would run for state uh, for school board. They didn't realize that the one person that uh, supported Bernie Sanders at the time is now literally the Flint mayor. He was a house rep at that time because they lost those relationships. So if Bernie Sanders had to run today, he wouldn't know anybody in Flint because he hasn't kept those relationships. So when you say, well, what do we do, Tesla? I never try to focus on 100 percent of the black community. They are not trying to focus on 100% of the Indian community, 100% of the white community, 100% of the Asian community, 100% of the Hispanic community. They simply do what I tell people all the time. Get your coalition, get your people. It could be 10, it could be 15, it could be 20. And you organize. Stop waiting on 100% of the culture, so say, and begging and pleading and getting them to get on board because that's not 
doing. When you talk about 15,000 comments, I'm looking at a lot of these people who have created new accounts, who have made multiple, a discipline to go in 10 times, 15 times, 20 times. It's what I credit the reparations movement for what they've been able to do on Twitter. It's not a lot of people, guys. When you look at the people in the Twitter spaces that are having these conversations about reparations, you see the same people over and over and over and over. When you look at when I first started and saw the, the, the conversation about reparations and I would look at people who were starting those conversations and I see 30,000 followers, 50,000 followers, maybe 100,000 followers. But the conversation seemed so big because it was a dedicated group of people that just plowed over and over and over and over. The criticism that I would say with uh, that, I wouldn't say that movement with some movements, they don't share the space with other people to make it grow. So I've been knowing Sonny, like I said, since 2009. There has never been an opportunity. I don't want to say never because it's absolute. But anytime I've seen her in my space and she wants to speak and she raises her hand or even times when I say, Sonny, can you tap in? I always lend the mic. When I got my podcast on iHeartRadio 2020, she was one of the first people I brought on. She's done the same to me with series. We have always lended our space to each other. So it's not a matter of getting them on board. It's a matter of getting us on board. The 10 or 15 or 20 or so of us that know how to push the line. You mentioned revolt and how you came on revolt. I got a show. We're going we're gonna to do about 10 episodes on revolt in July. Instead of having one co-host, I said, let's get four or five. I want to hear different voices, people that I have followed or that I know throughout the years that even I don't may not agree with everything they say. It could have just been just me and my show. I'm already a commentator on Revolt. But I said, no, let's get this person, that person, this person. Let me lend the space to them as well. So it's just a matter of connecting with folks like me and folks like Sonny and keep pushing the line because they're not going to do it. That's what I'm saying. Democrats, it seems that the it seems that Don Lemon himself will want to retweet what I did. It seems that people that support Don will want to retweet what I did, but they can't. You know why they can't, Denise? Because then it would be them feeling like they're crediting the Breakfast Club and they have to stay mad at the Breakfast Club. It would be then crediting me because they have to make sure that they are the toughest in the room at all times. And, and surely they don't want to do that. So they don't want to make it seem like, but guess what I did? I shared Joy's comment on my Instagram. She hasn't shared mine. She follows me. She, she saw it. They saw it. And I'm not mad at Joy. It's just how I move. I shared her commentary on my Instagram. I shared it on, on my Twitter. None of them have shared mine. None of them. And it's not that they don't see it. It's just they can't go against the narrative that the Breakfast Club is trash. So when you are truly independent like myself and willing to have conversations for real in real life, in real life with people, not just for PR, I go against everything that both sides stand for when it comes to, you know, playing the team sport, if, if you will. I have gotten beat up for... You know, whether it's Bernie Sanders, I'm not a socialist. Whether it's working with Crump, oh, yes, he's working with Crump. He's a grifter. Well, I do his policy, and I'm proud to say that I worked on 50 pieces of legislation for police reform. I've gotten beat up in this Twitter space for attending Tariq's uh, rally. Oh, you're over there with Tariq. You're a grifter. I've gotten beat up for talking to Sonny. Oh, you're over there with the conservative. You must be concerned. I've gotten beat up for talking to Charlemagne. Oh, yeah, he's just this and that. It hasn't, I've always taken a hit for everybody and everything that I've done. So you just have to find more people like that and just connect. Fuck, fuck the rest of them. We're here having this conversation now. If they want to use my name, Amazing Lucas, when he did that video, I've never met that man before in my life. I don't know anything about him. I just saw the video and said, you know what? 
I'm going to amplify this. And I didn't just retweet it. I called in his show and said, hey, I, Teslin, I want to thank, he was talking about me literally on the show. He doesn't know me, but I said, you know what? I want to, I appreciate what you did. I appreciate what you did, brother. Let me call in and not, and then not only that, Denise, let me send $100 to the super chat. Let me put my money where the mouth is. So this is why, guys, I don't, when you look at multimillionaires, shout out to Vivi for doing the, the scholarship. Shout, I'm glad I inspired you because I'm not impressed whether it's him or Marianne Williamson who are multi, multi-millionaires. I'm going to always challenge him to do more and do better and put service over self. My girlfriend did a, a speech at her dad's funeral on Saturday and elected a about service over self. I'm service over self. So I'm not impressed about what you do for profit. I'm impressed on what you do for everybody else. And guess what, Vibe? You still didn't vote in the last two or three years and you're still running a PR campaign. But I'm glad that you're using it for some good use to benefit somebody else. I'll, I'll give you that credit. But just know that you're moving according to the pressure that I put on you, baby. That's it. It is what it is. And that's how I know that my job is done. Job is done. Job is done. What's happening, everybody? This is Tesla Figaro. We continue this conversation on the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast. Make sure you subscribe and check it out and continue the conversation with us. With us. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Tesla Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne Nagat. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.